Welcome to the Latchkey Sibs, the podcast that challenges three siblings to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet and one film at a time, criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids. I'm your host and the youngest, Gray Baker. I'm Holland and I'm the oldest. I'm Allegra and I'm too gay to function. Perfect. And today we are joined by a special guest, one of Holland's longest friends, the <laughs> one. She's very long. She's very, very long. She's <laughs> one of the tallest ones of the group. That's true. That's true. Actually, it's not hard to be. I'm five foot five. <laughs> Kelly Trumbull. Yay! Trumbull. She's one of my oldest friends. I think that's what you're trying to say. I know what I said. If we're going with oldest, I'm also younger than you. That's true. But, like, she's one of my very best friends who has been friends with me since high school, which I think is very fitting for the episode that we're talking about or the movie we're talking about. I don't think we could have a more applicable guest star (laughs) for this movie than to be, yeah, a high school friend of somebody who is actually closest to being in high school <laughs> i wouldn't say you, you weren't de- definitely were not in high school no i was in like you sixth were... grade i think when this movie came out <laughs> but trumbles. But it was definitely more culturally relevant to you than me who was seven true um, <laughs> uh but kelly tell us a little bit more about yourself what's up allegra i just thought we would have kelly tell a little bit about her story her backstory how her life maps to Do you have any icebreakers, Kelly? (laughs) (laughs) We were talking before this that we all went to high school. We all went to the same high school also. Um, And my siblings line up with both your ages. So Holland and I have known each other for what, like 15 years? Oh my God, really? (laughs) Nobody do the math. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, But my sister is the same age as Allegra and my brother is the same age as Gray. Yeah. Yes. And like, Michael's perfectly. actually, he's a month older than Gray, but a grade below. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to count it. And yeah. I'm only like a, a couple months older than Shannon, but she's in the grade below me. Oh, yeah. But age wise, yeah. I oh, think great. you guys line up. But yeah, like, generally. I did soccer with Shannon, mm-hmm. graded lacrosse with Michael. Shout yeah. out, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> the hunk. Kelly and the I hunk. became friends while playing soccer. Freshman soccer. Hey. Ooh, we're an athletic bunch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> were you All saying great shouts we out, are not, Michael? <laughs> we are not. Yeah, I was saying shouts out, Michael, the hunk. Um, <laughs> was that his lacrosse nickname? <laughs> That's just no, Gray's it's just nickname. What I, it's just <laughs> my opinion of him. <laughs> So what we do each week is one of us has to present a movie to be critiqued while the other two score it based on five specific categories. Each week's score will be added up, and at the end of each season, the sibling with the most points will be labeled master of the remote control, while the loser will be forced to do some sort of punishment chosen by the winner. This week is the first installment of our recently drafted theme, Lovember, Lindsay Lohan Vehicles, 
And Holland, with the help of Kelly, will be defending arguably the most defining role of Lindsay Lohan's career, the 2004 smash hit Mean Girls. Yeah, buddy! (laughs) Another thing, since we are pretty new to guests... So our first guest... Well, yeah, the guest our first guest is on a legit... Like, we a, did try to have a guest before, but it failed us. <laughs> yeah. So we will have the guest team up to help defend the movie, just to not complicate our scoring system, and because it's probably more fun for the guest to not have to think of a score. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to put any pressure on our guests. <laughs> it's certainly my least favorite part. Yeah. I always forget the scores. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm very excited. Um, we are in much better moods than our first attempt at recording this. We oh had a lot of technical God. difficulties and ended up having to kind of abandon it because of poor internet connection and pretty much not being able to hear each other talk at all as yeah. if that's new, but it was to another level. Um, it took so, us like 30 minutes to get to the point we are at currently (laughs) (laughs) yes so we just said mulligan we'll do it when kelly's in town and it all worked out for the better knock on wood um (laughs) so mean girls to the point why we're all here came out april 30th 2004 holland and i assume also kelly were 12 i think kelly was 11 almost 12 that's, well, yes, that's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> Her birthday's in May. Allegra was nine, and I was seven. Um, yeah, I mean, it's we don't have to say too much about the movie, but I can give a brief summary, courtesy of IMDb, as always. Um, thank you in advance to Bash Cleesaddle, Cleesatel. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Lindsay Lohan stars as Katie Heron, a 16-year-old homeschooled girl who not only makes the mistake of falling for Aaron Samuels, the ex-boyfriend of Queen Bee Regina George, played by Rachel McAdams, but also unintentionally joins The Plastics. Not really unintentionally. (laughs) Led by Regina herself. Join Katie as she learns that high school life can, and will, be really tough. <laughs> so tough. <laughs> yeah, it's kind uh, of yeah, the I most mean, intentional know. part of the movie is that she joins the plastic. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of the whole point. Exactly. I feel like yeah, I think the only unintention- un- unintentional part was the accidental leading of it. Yeah. But she definitely was like consciously infiltrating. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Go ahead, oh, I, say, I feel like I missed an opportunity to say that high school can and will be wild or like something else. <laughs> something like, to tie to the jungle yeah. theme yeah. or like yeah. So this, yeah. this is why I always choose from IMDb because they're always user submitted. I see. And they're, they're never quality. And so I don't mean to bash on bash, but it's, it wasn't the strongest. And obviously we immediately have notes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's <laughs> true. Uh, so I did not see this in theaters. Allegra and I for sure saw this in theaters yes. at the Century Folsom. <laughs> I had the movie stub for a really long time too, but I it was at Dad's house, so it's probably it probably got thrown away long. Oh, you don't long think ago. you decided to move cross country with your Mean Girls? Ticket it was stub? in like 
Well, it probably got trashed when he like moved out of our like childhood childhood home because it was in like my little white dresser that like my TV was on. It was like in one of my junk drawers, and I had just like a shit ton of movie stubs in there. I don't know. Dad, <laughs> I didn't save it. Dad is also like a ticket stub hoarder, though. Yeah, but he probably was like. If you don't come and clean up your shit, I'm throwing it away. You know? <laughs> <laughs> kind of a vibe. That's your impression of dad? Wow, spot on impression of dad. <laughs> We've had several recordings of his voice on this podcast, so people will know how inaccurate that was. What? I didn't think that was you're that like, bad. You're making him sound like an old-timey gangster. <laughs> Which is If Holland's you don't come clean it up, see? <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. So, Kelly... Kelly, as as another oldest sibling in a, as we already pointed out, very similar age structure family with a younger sister and a youngest brother, just like us. Yeah. What was your family or sibling relationship to this movie? And did you see it in theaters? That is a great question. I believe I saw it in theaters with friends. I always assume my siblings have seen the same movies that I have. And we like, quote movies all the time but like recently i found out my brother had never seen anastasia what and thought that the quotes we said from it all the time were just things that we said (laughs) and so even though i quote things all the time and assume they understand the reference i have learned that that's not always the case i'm gonna assume that they have seen this movie because i mean not to get ahead of ourselves i do think it is a classic yeah an iconic generational movie for all of us um yeah so i'm gonna say yes they've seen it but i'm not certain it is so saturated in our culture it like never it has never like gone away you know i feel like it's always been there there's always a mean girls meme that's relevant and everyone understands what it means also speaking of mean girls memes we're recording this on halloween weekend meme girls (laughs) and the like the sound from her like in girl world halloween like that whole quote is like now a tiktok trend right now with people showing off their costumes and i love it yeah i actually just watched one this morning where this (laughs) this girl showed up to work dressed like kevin malone with his oh i saw that one (laughs) an amazing costume i think i said that really good I think I sent you guys one of a girl who dressed up like Melissa McCarthy from Bridesmaids. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. What? Oh, my God. I, I sent it in the group chat. That's the Sibs group chat. Yeah, wait. I need to tell Meg that she, could, she should dress like that for Halloween tomorrow. Oh, my God. Perfect. <laughs> that seems like a costume she could probably figure out. That's her, her favorite character from, yeah. from Bridesmaids. She yeah. probably has like Tiva-ish sandals, I'm assuming. You think Meg um, has both lots? own Tivas and Chacos. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and actually, I learned through working at REI, it's pronounced Teva. Does anyone pronounce it's it that way, though? Only people that work at REI. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mom responded. Oh, yeah. Do we want to talk about parents' thoughts? Mom just responded to her thoughts about me and girls. Yeah, go. you start. I'll tell you what Dad said. <laughs> okay. Mom said, Iconic. Some uncomfortable moments with being called a lesbian as the shameful insult that causes the rift between the Queen Bee Girl and Nerd Girl. Not totally remembering it correctly, but like, sure, Mom. That's all she said. <laughs> and Dad said, uh, I, I don't think, I didn't see that one. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I can't imagine he would enjoy this movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't think... This is his, you know, bread and butter for nah. a good time. 
It's also just not his humor. <laughs> uh, this is a total SNL production. Lorne Michaels produced it. The uh, principal uh, guy whose name I can't remember because I'm bad at Tim celebrity Meadows. names. Tim Meadows, who was very funny. Uh, and Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are in it. Her and parents, I think, were also on SNL. Yeah, janitor. Ju- just her mom. Just her yeah. mom was, yeah. yeah. Janitor from Scrubs, and then the mom was on SNL. And then um, Tina Fey wrote the script, the fictional script based on like a sort of parental self-help book called like Queen Bees and Wannabees. Wannabees. Queen, yeah. Queen Bees and Wannabees, yeah. And apparently the book is all about like uh, uh, the writer like went to like held a bunch of conferences and asked uh, people and like moms and teen girls or something about like their high school experiences and cliques and uh, self-esteem and all of that. And so this was like the manifestation of that. Um, so I think it's a cool book. I mean, Tina Fey did not make it seem as if Mean Girls was a smash hit. <laughs> she made it seem as if it was kind of a flop. And then she was like, and I thank you, TBS, every day because it's probably on TBS as we speak. <laughs> yeah, I um, like. I don't remember it not being big, but I think I was also like in the demographic. So like as soon as we walked out of the theater, I was like, that was amazing. And then like... I just think everyone our age probably saw it. So everybody I knew was already just quoting it all the time. So, yeah. 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 I also, we, we were the Tina Fey said that she she took some of the elements of the movie from her own high school experience because she was a mean girl. Oh, wow. Her oh, quote. Yeah. She's, yeah. She said, like, I was kind of a, like, queen bee mean girl. <laughs> but, like, she was a theater kid. Oh, not like a oh popular boy. kid. <laughs> yeah, she like also I could kind of relate to it because I had a pomposity to me as a teen, like a like a judgmental look down my nose on stupid bullshit for no reason kind of attitude. I'm sure we've all we all kind of had. Yeah, are you kidding me? Vibes I, I was school. I was such a like I was like a douchey jock who really wanted to be hipster. <laughs> oh my god! So that I had, <laughs> I had like description. yeah, the the pinnacle of looking down on people. Unfortunately, oh man, and I've grown think, people. And I also just think the time that we went to high school was just like, I feel like it was not a very like women supporting women environment. No. It was a very much a like I'm in competition with the other girls at my school, even like my friends or like whatever. Where I calling mean, you out, Kelly. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I don't know. I don't think like our friend group was the most toxic that it could be, but I feel like there was still like some <laughs> underlying shit there just because like just teenage. We went to school from 2006 to 2010. You know. Like, I, like, for giving Baby Allegra just the most minute grain of uh, credit, (laughs) never understood why there was this whole, like, girls not supporting other girls things. Like, I didn't understand, like, girls who were like, oh, I just, most of my friends are guys because I just can't get along with girls because I was like, I don't know. I think I was, our mom was enough of a second wave feminist that I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Like, girls for life, like, team girl. Yeah, I think that we definitely have that vibe in our friend group. I don't know, Kelly, if you want to chime in. I'm like, please let me check me out. Kelly's like, actually, I hated Holland. I just only (laughs) recently reconciled. We've done a lot of work. (laughs) Before we started this, I was like reflecting on high school with like such nostalgia. Not to say like I had a great time, but like, 
Holland and I were listening to CDs that we made. Yeah, we were literally going through my old burn CDs from high school before we started recording this. And like we were like, all right, let's see who can guess the song the fastest. <laughs> Which I guess is what like about the, the female competition. But um, <laughs> Holland definitely won. By the way, she was crushing me. But um... I know, I hate this. is Holland's skill. What about the, the, mo- the Windows Movie Makers DVDs you guys would make? Hey, man, it was an iMovie. Come on, give me a little bit more credit. But like, yes. I was going to say, but, when you were describing all filmed on the flip camera <laughs> well i got no i got that flip camera in college we literally like we filmed it in like photo booth like on mom's old mac <laughs> we used to film on film too like I oh think the camcorder I a, yeah, oh yeah a, yeah like uh, we would take it to a lake <laughs> <laughs> we grew up in a lake town <laughs> oh yeah that lake town yeah, we're, culture we're lake people, <laughs> we're lake people. <laughs> <laughs> kelly actually lived really close to the lake didn't your high school boyfriend asked you to prom yes, on the lake? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we, had, we took a little boat out, and there was, like, a sign. <laughs> he was like, Kelly, look over there. Look, like... I know, he had to boat past it, like, three times before <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> Wait, was that the oh, guy who so wore, fun. like, a tuxedo with tails to prom? No, that was a different Okay. Person. Person. <laughs> he wore a top hat and tails. <laughs> He did ask for permission, and I did say yes. <laughs> oh, well, then that's on you. <laughs> and uh, I know we haven't even gotten into scores yet, but I did have a little bit of a, a thought. You know, like, Kelly, you were very, uh, for a short time in your in your life, living in Germany yes. before you moved back to the U.S. And yes. I'm like, did you have, like, a jumbo moment where you, like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, so many. I... Well, okay, so I moved... I didn't even think about this like kelly can give us the perspective of like coming to a new country yeah, yeah coming to a new country oh, oh my god i can talk about this for ages so i moved to the u.s from germany in the middle of ninth grade yeah and so i came in the middle of the school year after everyone had started high school and i hadn't been around for like middle school and so my only context for like what american high school was like was hannah montana and high school musical oh and my so, god and I thought that, like, everyone... So did you wore... come in singing a ballad? Oh, I was so disappointed when people weren't singing. <laughs> I remember you did High School Musical at our community I theater. I did. Because, oh like, I remember the, like... Were the you first... Sharpay? <laughs> the I'd first, be a great Sharpay. The first time I met you was during freshman soccer. So it was second semester. Yeah. And I remember you would, like, sometimes miss practices or, like, have to cut out early because of High School Musical. <laughs> and funny. since, like, that was... The the only context I had for you, I was like, oh, she's like a theater girl, which is like so not who Kelly is. I, my theater career was very short. Who were you in high school? I was a cheerleader. Oh, just... I cannot sing, but I can tumble. So Because uh, um... te- your Kelly tumbles, of course. Yeah, Kelly yes. tumbles. That's, that's... <laughs> um, but yeah, I... And I also thought like everyone wore Abercrombie all the time, and I just, it, it was definitely was that was that not accurate? It was I, for a time in Eldorado Hills. It Hill. was like, it was maybe like toward the end of that. Yeah, maybe toward the end of it. I feel like I was definitely more of an American Eagle girl, even in middle school. Um, or Hollister. But I feel like Abercrombie was much more of a thing like in our middle school years. So I think you kind of missed that part. 
when you were in Germany. <laughs> Germany was but a I few feel like years people, behind. We were, we were. I feel like people <laughs> were still very much like American Eagle in high school, okay. or at least the people we hung out with. That's true. I don't know. I think the one thing I do remember the most is people were very confused about why my English was so good <laughs> um, when I moved back to the U.S. Kelly, um, if you're from Germany, why is your English so good? <laughs> exactly. It was very Oh, my God. Allegra, you can't just ask someone why their English is good. <laughs> it's like, wow, the German school system is so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Top notch. <laughs> were they, they, well, then were they also like, why are you taking German? Don't yeah. you already speak it? And you're like, I want the easy A. Easy A, easy A. <laughs> I remember you were the, weren't you, like, the German department in our school, like, shrunk oh, every year, and I remember one year you were literally the only person in German 4. I was. They combined German 2, 3, and 4, and they eliminated German 1 to, like, phase out the program. Yeah, they phased it out by the time you left. Yeah, and I was, uh, what was it, junior year, the only German 4 student, and, like, often would, like, TA the class. Um, it was an experience. Did you have the to, class like, of one? Someone? Were you just grading your own tests? <laughs> My, well, she gets an A. <laughs> when I transferred in and started taking German, the German teacher switched a bit, but um, I arrived and I was like, oh, I've transferred from Munich International School. And my teacher was like, where's that? And I was like, oh, it's in, it's in Munich. And she was like, where's that? And I was like, is this... Not German too. <laughs> like, you don't. Maybe you she were thought you German meant like teacher? Munich, Texas. Maybe? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, oh boy. I, I was yeah. very confused, and I didn't want to like correct her because I was terrified. And like, you can't Germany. Oh boy. Oh, our public Alrighty. school education. <laughs> All right, anyway, guys. Let's should get, we into get into our, our pre-watch <laughs> notes. <laughs> I will start. So, I said. I know this movie like the back of my hand. Katie Heron comes to a new school after being homeschooled all her life in Africa. Doesn't fit in. Befriends emo girl and a gay and hatch a plan to take down the plastics because they're bitches. But then she becomes a new top dog and loses her friends and herself. You go, Glen Coco. Fetch. Get and loser. We're going shopping. Boo, you whore. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Um, the rapping math nerd. One time, Regina George punched me in the face. It was awesome. Yada, yada, yada. This movie rocks, and I think I made a better summary than any of the bullshit I'm probably going to find on IMDb. <laughs> and you were right. <laughs> Allegra? Um, okay, so I kind of like don't even want to read my notes because it's just the whole plot. Like yeah. I remembered this whole movie. Like There were lots of parts about this movie that I was like oh wow it's so weird to watch this knowing that I'm just older than everyone in the movie now um but yeah I've I probably had every single moment memorized and that's true I was I really tried to hold back quoting it while watching it but when it got to the part where um Gretchen Wieners is just like but maybe we should just stab Caesar I like could not help myself (laughs) Yeah, I was definitely, like, quoting this movie aloud as I watched it. Um, My notes are, it's Mean Girls, I Remember Everything, Solid in Theaters with Allegra, extremely formative movie. I didn't tell Kelly to take pre-watch scores, so I don't know. I don't think you have any. (laughs) Or pre-watch notes, I mean. Well, let's lead into pre-watch scores. Upon reflection, I think I may have been a little too harsh last recording so i have i have reevaluated now that i'm in a better mood okay cool and 
we can get into it. So okay. I started Nostalgia Factor at a 10. Yeah. Lagra? 10. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't think it's possible for it to be any lower than that. I agree. Um, sit through ability, I put to, I brought up to a seven because again, I still did have a harder time watching it this time around because it was just kind of so dated much. and, and cause I've seen it so much that I'm like, I know what happens. I'm kind of getting bored. Yeah. That's fair. Lagra. Um, uh, my phone closed. Uh, 10 actually <laughs> she still enjoyed every second of it and i appreciate yeah, that ted yeah i wasn't bored i wasn't checking the clock i i was like i know exactly what's about to happen next where I, I knew all the beats but i was like oh man i'm so excited for for the next scene oh this is the scene where damien's in a hoodie and glasses like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right um appropriate for children i'm i'm keeping it out of five okay I try to bump that up a little, but like, okay. Allegra. I have it as a six. Okay. Well, I, it's like, yeah, I understand it's a pretty dated movie, so I get it, but maybe we can argue you up a little bit from there. We'll see. I mean, it also was a PG 13 movie. That's true. So, like, children were not even allowed to see it, yet we persisted. Um, <laughs> So I know, does it hold our up? Our parents must have bought our movie tickets and just been like, go for it. Because they didn't see it with us. And I was 12. Mm. I don't know. Sorry. Maybe you, you had a fake school ID like I did to get into The Tonight Show <laughs> with Jay, Jay Leno. Leno. <laughs> <laughs> My mom made me a fake that. school ID because you had to be 18 to watch. No, I think you had to be watch... 16, right? Oh, you had to be 16 to watch the... Uh, the, like go to the taping and I was 14 and the whole family was going and so she like drew up a fake one used one of like my pictures from like, one of our Christmas cards <laughs> and uh and plastered that on there and then somehow got it made and I mean they were just like all right cool <laughs> just you know they, they didn't <laughs> even give a shit give our mom is so powerful and yet it like holds herself back you know like gray she was like Gray will not be able to use this to drink alcohol, so fuck the rules! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. She didn't make you 21 or anything. She's just like, nah, you just need to be old enough to see Jay Leno. <laughs> yeah, she was like, he's a junior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, does it hold up? <laughs> five. Uh, okay, I think we can go higher than five on does it hold up. Allegra, what is your score? I put like an eight. And, like, maybe that's too high. But, I'll let, I mean, I still, like, aside from, like, the fashion, I still think, and, like, maybe a few dated slang words. Some problematic ones, I understand. They're, but we use the R word a lot in this yeah. movie. But, like, it was 2004. Uh, Tina Fey wrote it. And Tina Fey has a weird, like, fixation with racial humor. But, like, I think it towed a line. But, like, my main point of giving it such a high score is because I still think the, the the main emotional conflict of the movie is still relevant. Like, I was nine when I saw this movie, and it was still relevant when I was in high school. Yeah. Like, I think the emotional beats in the core part of the story. The it's themes. The, like, the weird toxicity and, like, hierarchy and self-esteem issues. Like, all of that's still relevant. All right. 
Next. Is that uh, it? Can I follow? I did a nine. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and Daphne agrees. Uh, I also put a nine. Okay. All right. All right. Good to know. Let's dive in. <laughs> Wait, Allegra, what did you what did you choose? Nine. <laughs> and Daphne agrees. Um, that was a little German humor for you, Kelly. Oh, <laughs> All right. Well, I I kind of wanted to kick it off by I, Kelly and I were talking about this a little bit earlier, but like this movie has such a like well-defined like social hierarchy at the high school and I would love to know both of your experiences with that at our high school because I don't remember it being like that clicky like no it, Kelly said like it was more Venn diagram yeah yes and like oh, that's organized a great way by like it. activity it was lateral yeah, it was a. It was not hierarchical, vertical. It was just like everyone had their groups, and I think a lot of people could like migrate between different groups. And there were definitely like smart kids and like very well known kids. And if you gave a shit about athletics, you sort of knew some of the athletes. But like, I didn't, and like did not give a shit about anyone in the football team. Like. I knew all the band kids. I knew most of the theater kids. I knew most of the smart kids. Oh my God. Like I was like, I think all of my friends are in band because everyone went on the band trip and there was only three of us left at lunch. <laughs> but no, all of my friends were in AP calculus because that was the day I had no one to sit with at lunch. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, I it was definitely, I think my experience, it, it was a little more clicky, at least like my age group. I mean, I think the Venn diagram analogy is very accurate where it does. I mean, like, you know, I don't think I was ever like placed in one friend group. Like I definitely would migrate through lunch and whatnot, but you could definitely see the clicks, but it wasn't, you know, there wasn't a top dog click. I mean, you yeah. know, there were the, there were the few that kind of thought they were like, just exactly. Yeah. Instinct. But it was never like established. It wasn't like agreed upon or understood. It was just right. kind of like, those are the annoying douchey jocks who call themselves by a name. Um, <laughs> you know who you are, still love some of you. Um, and then, you know, there were the weird theater kids. There were the kind of, you know, smelly weebs. Then there were the, you know, Anime club. I'm not saying all weebs are smelly. I'm just no, 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 saying, no. There, saying was... there was a very no. specific <laughs> friend group that I knew of that were in my Japanese classes who I'm like, please, please wash your zip all the way up to the hood hoodie just no, one time this year. This was one of my Venn diagram groups were the uh, weeb smelly kids. Who, the smelly goth weebs who didn't shower. Like, I talked to my friend, uh, I won't name her, because uh, we're still friends, and she's like, I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me, but the entire ninth grade year, I just, like, refused to shower. And I'm like, I noticed that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and we went to, we were in Japanese class together. Yeah. Um, I don't, I didn't have any overlap with that group. 
I don't yeah, think Kelly did either. Yeah, my only overlap was, was tangential through classes. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean. You know, it was, it was, there was accuracies in this. I would just like to chalk it up to, because it's a movie, I think they had to take it above yeah, and beyond. True. Like, I don't think, like, I don't think the glee level high school hierarchy is relevant to millennials. Yeah. It's maybe relevant to the, our parents' generation. Yeah. Because when, like, our mom went to a high school reunion and she said, oh, I don't think we had clicks. Like, the room <laughs> went dead silent and we're like, that's because you were popular. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I feel like maybe that was more relevant in the 80s. Yeah. But I don't think by the time it was 2004, 2006, whatever, like, not really. But I do think something that Gray said of, like, there were people who probably thought that they were, like, the popular ones. And I think Kelly knows who I am talking about. I could could even say the group name, but we don't, like, we're not saying names. The fucking basketball girls. (gasps) Oh, they were so (laughs) annoying. Oh, I I had a psychology class with one of them. I thought you were going to refer to a certain family friend no no i mean i thought i would i would probably i think that they would also maybe qualify as because that that person's group was also friends with the basketball girls group slash dated a lot of people in the basketball girls group but like we're not naming names so like (laughs) i'm gonna say something but i want a big fat asterisk that just says for high school yeah there were kids who were hot for high school (laughs) like I, I, whatever that they means. Are, they are gross teens, acne riddled children, but like there were definitely like more attractive quote unquote teens, like girls who knew how to do their makeup and like boys who washed their face. And although also like asterisk on girls who knew how to do their makeup, because I don't think anyone in our generation oh, no, really no. knew how to do this makeup. Was pre-make- <laughs> this was pre YouTube makeup tutorials. Yeah, exactly. Like, like we knew- didn't know what the fuck we were doing. I did know a girl who wore blue eyeshadow up to the eyebrows all of 10th grade. Oh, no. It was rough. I wore way too much eyeliner in high school. Oh, yeah. We were of the, eye- we were of like the raccoon yes. all around your <laughs> yes. eyeballs eyeliner. Generation. Yeah, and the funniest thing is, I remember being a guy and thinking that was like peak beauty. Too. <laughs> you know, it went. We were both all ways. brainwashed by the same like societal yeah. norms. <laughs> like I yeah. started high school in skinny jeans. Were like it, the, the only kind of jean. Yeah, yeah, yep. I was also talking about this earlier. Where so like this movie takes place more like with Kelly and I's like middle school experience. Mm-hmm. So it's like the low-rise jeans with, like, the strip of skin of, like, your lower belly between your jeans and your shirt. The worst feature to highlight. Just, like, if you were not... Even if you were stick-thin, still not flattering. Still not flattering. And, like... But I remember... tank tops. Don't forget the layered tank tops. But I remember... one thing... I was going to say, one thing thing Meg pointed out that I thought... Because I just didn't even, like... To, when I watched this movie, I think I was so oversaturated with the horrible fashion that it kind of just <laughs> numbed me. So I didn't even notice, but Meg pointed out, she's like, Lindsay Lohan, when she hosts her own party, is wearing a strapless dress with a strapped bra, like uh-huh. so obviously Bright visible. Red. Extremely like, of the time. Yeah, like it looked horrible. But yeah, of course, it was of the time. But she I was, remember thinking she looked amazing like i remember being like 
I want that outfit. She with the tights, with the black tights Her too. Extremely chunky layers. Oh my god. Just oh, I wanted that hair. I was gonna say, like, I remember like seeing this movie and thinking it illustrated like the epitome of fashion, like the plastics. Like I wanted to wear everything that they were wearing. When they're like walking down the hallway, I remember like Katie has like that like frilly. Remember those frilly skirts? The frilly Everyone plaid had the frilly I mean, skirts. As a tomboy, I hated it. So, but I remember. I'm pretty sure I because w- I think it was like a polka dot frilly yep. mini skirt, and I remember like buying a like a very knockoff version of that and being like, <laughs> "Yes, this is it." And you wore it with like a tank top and. That and I just remember thinking that that was like the epitome of fashion. Oh, hold on, I have to ask Kelly, what country were you in in two thousand four? Oh my god, uh, I sorry, I think the U.S. I think I was in the United States. Okay, I just wanted to know, like, what was German fashion like when you were in middle school? <laughs> I was just talking to someone about this, so it was bad. Like, I cannot look at a picture of myself from that era and not like cringe. I mean, first of all, also I have terrible fashion sense. It's never been something. I've been good at, but I would wear, like, those overall shorts, you know? Mm. And, like, definitely the layered tank tops, um, the the ruffled mini skirts. I think I had a few of those in, like, brown and pink. Oh. Of course, yeah, the weirdest, most ugly color combo is, like, brown and pink, or, like, brown and baby blue. Just brown yeah. with, like, bright baby colors. Yes. And you're, like, and it's just, like, and often in argyle. Like, I think Gretchen Wieners <laughs> yes. wears, like, an argyle brown shirt at one point yes. in this movie. Argyle had a moment, too. Like, weird, like, golfer chic. Like, why did we let that happen? I blame John Green. Uh, Because I remember binge-watching all of the Brotherhood 2.0 shit. That was, like, 2007, though. Yeah, I just remember them being obsessed with Argyle socks, and it became associated with the burgeoning nerd culture. But maybe that was too late for this. (laughs) Anyway. um, Also, wait, hold on. Before we get off fashion... Who the fuck would wear high school? Who would fuck would wear high heels to high school? Every time I see a piece of media that has high schoolers wearing heels, I'm like, this does not reflect my experience. <laughs> but I'm also like, we also went to school in NorCal, which I feel like was just, you wore flip-flops when it was warm outside mm-hmm. and you wore like Uggs when it was cold outside or Converse and like there was like that was it it was just very like you would wear Uggs you would wear like jeans and a sweatshirt and like closed toed shoes of some sort but like mean guys I will tell you I never wore sandals to school maybe it was a girl thing anyone who did yeah who wasn't a girl was getting roasted by me (laughs) <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? We are, a hu- we are 200 miles away from the ocean, <laughs> and it is great. not. It's <laughs> but the lake was right out. there. <laughs> it's 90 degrees out, but you're inside all day in a dirty campus, and you are wearing them for eight hours, and they're leather. So they will be disgusting. I I'm like, did, what are you doing? I mean, I was rocking the two for five dollar Old Navy mm-hmm. flip flops pretty much throughout my entire high school career. <laughs> I did hate when my friends would wear like jeans down to their ankles and flip flops because I'm just like, pick a lane. <laughs> I always hated that look. I don't know why, but that look always just infuriated me. I was know. the jeans with the with the sandals? I mean, granted. I've come around because I wear Burks and, and jeans, but <laughs> <laughs> but something 
something wasn't right about it at the time. And, like, I still think I'm right, even though I do it now. But it was also the time of, like, flare jeans where, like, just, like, the bottom of your jeans Mm -hmm. got, like, shredded. And if it ever rained, your your jeans were just, like, wet up to your knees. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Um, Oh, shit. What the fuck? No, I had a point before it escapes. Oh, we also went to school outside. Like, Mean Girls yes. is one of those mythical, fake movie high schools that I didn't think actually existed where the high school was just in one big building. Yeah. and like You mean m- you mean all of the Midwest? <laughs> just everywhere that's not California, basically. Everywhere that has weather. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, like, we had to go up and down stairs. All the floors were concrete. Like, who the fuck would wear heels if you had to, like, hobble across concrete all day? Yeah. Yeah. Also very true. Yeah, because, like... Yeah, we went to school in California, so it was all outside, other than, like, the actual classrooms, obviously. But, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, Kelly and I was also talking about this, where, like, I don't know a single person who ate inside of our cafeteria. (laughs) Like, we spent all of our free time outside. Just, like, we, like, had our spot by the upper lockers, and there were people (laughs) who ate, like... Some, we also one year ate, like, by the trees next to the cafeteria. Like, did either of you know anybody who actually ate inside no, the cafeteria? Because we had over 2,000 kids at our high school, and it was our cafeteria was the size of a Panera bread. Like, <laughs> there wasn't room. Wait, great. I, you I, ate in the cafeteria? Yeah. I mean, like, not, like, every day. Um, toward, like, junior and senior year, there was, like, you know, it was pretty much just, like, like the six tables in the back were kind of like <laughs> the the like a mesh of the friend groups I hung around. Interesting. And so like sometimes I would eat there. Sometimes I'd go hang out outside with like Blake or mm-hmm. you know some other buddies. But like yeah, I, I mean I, it wasn't to me. What's funny is when I was like freshman and sophomore, it was definitely like always outside, always outside. And if anything, I feel like it kind of started to be like, oh, yeah, it's a upper class. Like, maybe that's what it was. Uh, it was kind of like a the upper, upper class would get the, like, get the nice air conditioned or heated, depending on the season. Yeah, because it was like, so tables small. tables inside. And because it was so small, like, the tables were a hot commodity. Like, you, you weren't guaranteed a seat. Yeah. So it was kind of like, a, it almost was like a status thing. But that was more of just like a seniority as opposed to like a click. But I definitely did. I mean, especially when they kind of like improved on the actual cafeteria food, then I definitely would hang around there a little more. Oh, God, they improved on the food when you were there? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it was very marginal. Let's get back into the actual substance of the movie and not just... You know, talk about high school. La- yeah, laying it on to our high school experience. No, yeah, we have to actually talk about the contents of the movie. Yeah, like, yeah. like da- I-, I loved. This is really early on, but Damien's personal offense to Katie not knowing who Ashton Kutcher was. <laughs> what is that a band? Yeah, and he he just goes like. <gasps> All right. Well, Kelly. this was of like this was like peak was Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. supremacy in the culture like this was like in the heyday of that 70s show and i also think this might have been like around the time Lindsay lohan was on that 70s show for like an episode because i think she dated wilmer valderrama she did she dated fez yeah 
I did want to ask Kelly if that's like an accurate thing. You moved back to the states, and people and you, there was all these pop culture. Oh yeah, was the, was understand. there anything that you missed? Oh, I missed all of the OC, but Holland uh, yeah. so thankfully introduced me to that in high school. Yeah, because um, I owned all the DVDs. So I think there were a couple like songs I missed, but I, I've caught up. I've been in the US now for fifteen years. 15 years yeah. <laughs> I mean, but luckily you also brought McFly. I did into bring a, McFly back. Yeah, you're oh, yes. Also, yeah, shout out. So in our November draft, we were talking about Just My Luck, which McFly is like the band in that movie. And Kelly was the one who introduced me to McFly before I even knew about that movie, which is like a British band. And so also shout out to Caitlin, who sent us an email about November, who also listens to McFly. And I responded to you. So I hope you saw that. (laughs) Amy Poehler is an institution. Oh, 100%. Yes. And she was only, like, nine years older than Rachel McAdams, but played her mom. (laughs) Yeah, she was playing older, but Rachel McAdams was also playing, like, way younger (laughs) for high school. Yeah, Rachel McAdams was, like, 25, whereas Lindsay Lohan was actually 18. Yeah, and I think, and I'm pretty sure she was wearing a wig in this whole movie, Rachel McAdams was. It was so bad. Yeah, it was a bad wig. wig. It's like, I never noticed it before, but knowing that it was a wig, like, going into this viewing, I was like, ugh. It doesn't look good. It's obviously a wig. <laughs> um, I have to know, Gray, who of the mean girls was your baby Gray childhood crush? <laughs> it's always been Gretchen Wieners. I oh, really? So Gray does not like a blonde. Beautiful. That's true. She was, uh, and like to this day, I'm like, she's just so beautiful. <laughs> so I respect yeah. it. I mean, not to not to say I didn't think Lindsay Lohan was like so hot or whatever when I watched this movie but I was always like I I remember always being kind of like upset that Gretchen Wieners was like kind of an antagonist because I wanted to root for her because I thought she was so pretty so in the scene where she's like I can't help it that I'm just pretty you were like thank you and like you would have caught her (laughs) Gray would have caught Gretchen Wieners with Amanda Seyfried Love it. I know. I'm like, I feel I'm trying to figure out how to talk about this movie without just like reciting the entire plot because everybody knows the plot of this movie and everybody knows all the quotes of this movie, which I think could be argued for does it hold up ability because people to this day are still quoting the crap out of this movie. And now it's been commodified. Yeah. I go on like Etsy or any little hipster bullshit shop. You can get a, a cup that says you go Glen Coco on it. Yeah. Or on Wednesdays we wear pink. Mm-hmm. Like also yeah, one it's of- also it's that's also very chug. Chuggy. <laughs> hey man, uh, I'm no shame to the chuggy people out there. Like I respect you and your interests. It's a very teen thing to do to judge people for liking things. <laughs> so embrace chugginess. It's the le- it's the less dickish move. That's not that's not me judging it. It's me saying that like that the chuggy generation is definitely passed on me, and so I feel like that doesn't hold up with its hold up ability because it's just the people that but when you when you see this at the time when you see a mean girls meme do you laugh do you chuckle do you understand you understand it though i understand understand it it. yeah of course i mean it depends on how well it's executed if (laughs) it's literally just a mug with like (laughs) you know calligraphy writing you go glen coco i'm not like (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 
I'm like, I'm like which 32-year-old mom of three owns this mug? <laughs> I think it's more like, um, it's it's in all of our culture. It's in the TikToks. Like, people still think fondly of it. Like, the, the cringy, like, uh, paper source yeah. <laughs> like, cards you can send people. Like, that's a little lame. But the, people don't see the Hugo Glen Coco mugs and go, what a dumb movie. How <laughs> terrible. I can't believe we liked that movie. Yeah. That, that it's like, true. I mean, you can equate it to Star Wars. Like, you see so much chuggy Star Wars crap oh out there, God. too. But, like, I would argue that Star Wars holds up. Disney is printing money in the form <laughs> of those nasty shirts, the couple shirts that say, I love you, and the other one says, I, I know. know. <laughs> can you imagine walking around in the world with a shirt that just says, I know? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I also have a question. I don't want to, like, if you don't have an answer, you don't have to say it. But I'm wondering if any of you have, like, a favorite underrated line from Mean Girls. I'll go first. Mine is, one time she asked me how to spell orange. (laughs) Shout out to Kelly, who never had an orange until Holland Forster. It's true. I didn't think that was going to come up on this. I also am anti-citrus yeah. fruit. Kelly had never had an orange before, and I told her that you have to at least try it or I won't be your friend anymore. I really want to be your friend. So. <laughs> I don't know. That might be... Does that constitute as bullying? I do <laughs> to be ducks, so... That's true. I also wasn't there when you ate the orange. Hannah was also the one who facilitated you eating the orange, and then I got... Because I think I... I I think I was out of town and I remember getting a blurry like photo on my razor phone of you like <laughs> looking disgusted after eating an orange and Hannah was like she did it uh, I don't know if this is underrated necessarily but at the end of the movie at the spring fling or whatever um, when Lindsay Lohan is like making her speech the best part of that speech was Tim Meadows like cutting in <laughs> yeah, yeah, over yeah. and over again? You're like you, you really usually just you, you just say thank you and walk over or whatever. I think I Tim, think that counts. I don't think I appreciated Tim Meadows's performance as much as I did on the most recent watch. That's true. Yes, I also don't absolutely. think I ever real. I mean, maybe I did a little bit pick up on like the sexual tension between him and Tina Fey, but watching it again, I was like. This was much more overt than I remember it yeah. being, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so and it was I, definitely more of an unrequited feeling on yeah, Tim it Meadows' was like, behalf. She just went through a divorce. She's not in this place, but Tim Meadows definitely has the hots for Tina Fey. They in this dance movie. at the yeah. spring fling. Yeah, that's true. Well, hey, Tim Meadows, when he was in that that wife beater, he is Ooh. a hunk. He looked good. Yeah. He, yeah. I also learned through doing trivia that the reason he had a cast on his hand and they wrote it off as carpal tunnel was because prior to filming, he actually broke his wrist. Yeah, I, I knew that. Like, I knew that. I'm like, this is so definitely to, like, something they had to in. write in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The All carpal right. tunnel came back. Like, All what? Right. My underrated line is actually just two connected lines. Is in the beginning when absolute favorite character, uh, Kenny G, <laughs> says uh, to Lindsay Lohan, you know, I only date women of color. And at the end when he's dancing Kevin G. with Janice and he goes, uh, so what are you? <laughs> and she goes, I'm Lebanese. He's like, cool. As if that's something like, that counts. <laughs> oh, also. He goes, 
you're Puerto Rican, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes, no, I'm Lebanese, which is, I think it was like a slight like joke because everyone thought she was lesbian. Yeah. Well, I also heard a theory that the reason why Regina George thought that Janice was a lesbian was because she told her that she was Lebanese. I heard that too. <laughs> like, I think that's like a subtle, like, like a subtext you can pick up on yeah. because of that joke. <laughs> Kelly's mind is just blown. I not put that together. <laughs> Kelly, do you have a favorite underrated line from Mean Girls? Try, okay, so full confession, I did not watch this movie before doing this podcast, so it's been a while since I've seen it. I just showed up in New York like three hours ago. <laughs> but also, the beauty of Mean Girls is you really, you know everything that happens remember, in it. I'm trying to like remember, I like, I feel... Danny DeVito, I love your work. Like, <laughs> it's better a carb. One. There's so um, many good ones. I like, I feel like the whole thing with Janice being like lesbian, or maybe not, like, I remember that as being problematic. So, like, I like think I blocked out like all of those lines, um, but I can't remember if it was actually problematic or not because I haven't watched the movie in like. Well, it years. was. It's problematic in that Rachel McAdams or Regina George like didn't want her to come to her birthday party in middle school because she thought she was a lesbian and it was a pool party and it was like and that's why we're not friends anymore. But it was definitely framed as like that was a shitty thing for her to do. Okay. <laughs> like she is a villain. Okay. Yeah. So that was like. Scene is like a bad thing in the movie. Yes, right? okay. yes, yes. Um, I'm trying to remember. I'm sure I should have rewatched it. I'm sure there was a quote that I would have loved. It's, it's like okay. A ESPN or something. That's a pretty, that's a pretty iconic one, yeah. though. That's, I enjoyed that one. Naming some favorite lines. Like, I loved, I always identified with outcasts in movies. I wanted to be Janice. I'm sure mom would have had a fucking fit if I did my hair like Janice. Um, Her hair was insane. So bad. Like, when I see that actress as a normal person, I don't recognize her as Janice. <laughs> yeah, she does not look like that in any way. Um, other, I mean, oh, wait, if we want to go back to fashion really quickly, I just wanted to Can't note stop. that the Regina's, like, pink puffer jacket, like, those had such a grip on my middle school experience. Like, the cropped, puffy jacket like it didn't get that cold where we were but I just wanted to like honor that moment in time because I remember having like a white one and being like this is my most prized possession I love my (laughs) white puffer jacket I feel like Regina George was a style icon for the worst people you knew (laughs) (laughs) true yeah when I saw Amy Poehler in the the juicy, the juicy sweatsuit. Like, juicy sweatsuit. I'm like, I. It just immediately took me back to like the bitchiest girls in middle school. Mm-hmm. Although I that feel wore like them every single day. Yeah, it was either that or do you, I remember like Victoria's Secret pink sweatpants. Yep. Yes. Every all the bitchy girls wore those, and but that had pink written on the butt. Yep. Yeah, I remember that too. I feel like we are brushing over. The reason I have some low scores, okay, which is the fact that like 25 minutes into the movie, they said retarded five times. Yeah, they say that word a lot in this movie, and I can't defend that, but I can say it was 2004, and that's what it was at the time, which I understand, like, hold up, that can affect the hold up ability. Also, I get it. they really brushed off the whole pedophilia thing with the coach yeah yeah also not great not great at all 
And there's I like understand. <laughs> a lot of microaggressions towards the like basically all of the side like all of the people of color in the movie are side characters. Mm-hmm. Like there are some like like Tim Meadows has more lines and like But are also often like jokes. Yeah, like yes. when joke characters. Like the Vietnamese the Vietnamese Oh my god, the Vietnamese like who, conversation by the way, who say, say the, the N word. Yeah. Also not only it's like they chose to write it out yeah. in the captions too, which was not great. Not good. Not yeah, good. It's like, okay, they're see like they're what did they call the click? You like, could have said bitch Asians. please. You could have said bitch please. Come on, people. Oh my god. And then at the end, Regina George not Regina George, Gretchen Wieners joins get, like the like, Asian learns girl Vietnamese click. and joins yeah. Hot Asians click, and I'm just like what I guess the hot Asians are becoming more inclusive. Like, what does it mean? Like, I know. Good, I don't good know. For you for learning a whole new language <laughs> to join this friend group. Like, is this backwards progressive? I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just yeah. know that's like. And yeah, the whole Kevin G thing. I don't know how to, what to make of that either. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, Kevin G is probably my favorite character. Cause he's well, just. I would say they, they made with Kevin G. They didn't necessarily make jokes on his race. That's true. He was a you know, wanker. Like, he but was like, like a, they made him they made man. him dorky. They made him dorky but like a real you know, like confident kind of dork. And kinda used that as the joke, but they weren't like they didn't really you know, they weren't like, oh, he's you know, Middle Eastern or Indian, so he has to be in math, you know, like math or whatever. They were just like, Yeah, he's he's in that and then that's that and they, they didn't really like hold too fine of a you know of a, a point to that so i yeah. guess credit to that where they're like okay the one minority character that isn't may isn't you know a, a the butt of the joke because of his well tim meadows you know, is also like tim meadows is yeah. doesn't his race never comes up kevin g is probably the most self-actualized person he's the only kid in high school who knows who he is loves who he is goes after what he wants and it's like it's always That's true it's always the kids who are who like we see as weird and socially maligned who are just living their best fucking lives and do not care that others might think that they're weird mm-hmm. which is why he's my favorite and he <laughs> wrote the dirtiest rap song for this high school talent show <laughs> the talent show is so iconic like every single moment of the talent show is burned into my brain but i enjoy it thoroughly every time i watch it the could you imagine how uncomfortable <laughs> it would be to watch 16 year old girls perform that jingle bell oh rock, jingle bell rock. dance tube tops i think it is framed as like what is happening here though like, like when her parents are watching it and they like slap their thighs they're like what the fuck is going on uh, and another reason why damien is the fuck like uh, that, that actor yes. is amazing don't look at me <laughs> But also, like, when uh, Jason and the bullies are, like, teasing him, he just gives him a fucking point when he's like, I am beautiful. <laughs> and only, like, he throws they the throw shoe the shoe at his face the and then he, shoe. Sh- he throws the shoe back down on him and does, like, a pump peace sign to them on his chest. And he's like, no matter what I say. I'm like, good for you, Damien. Because, like, that actor was not out as gay yet, but then was an out gay character. 
And like, there's a really beautiful interview with that actor where he was like, at first, you know, it was like, I'm just going to do a cool acting thing in a movie. I'm a young actor. I'm excited. And then he became known as being the gay teen actor. And he was really scared about it. He wasn't actually out. He tried to like play it cool and be like, I'm not gay. Uh -huh -huh. But then years later, now that he is like fully open and like really immersed in uh, the gay community and stuff, he's like extremely proud that he got to be an openly gay character in 2004 and inspire a bunch of other like and he was and like he's a heavier guy he's a proud bear now he's <laughs> deeply italian he also played a really good role on the short-lived hbo show looking, looking. as an H hiv positive character too yeah. so shout out to daniel franz i don't know how to pronounce his last I name i think he does like youtube videos with his mom now. oh like, i love it <laughs> his deeply italian mom uh, yeah, also, I think Kevin G might be queer now, or, like, since has come out as queer, too. I know and he's I know, a sign maker. And I know Aaron Samuels <laughs> is, is gay, gay. Yeah. Jonathan Bennett. Also, Aaron Samuels, I think he was the perfect encapsulation of what we all thought was hot in 2004. The like, the swoopy hair... High like, musical, like he, it was very, exactly. he was very like Bobo Zac Efron for sure, for <laughs> sure. Tall. But it was before Tina, Zac Efron was really a thing. Yeah, but yeah. Tina Fey cast him primarily because he looked like Jimmy Fallon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember hearing that. Uh, did our school have a mathletes team? No idea. <laughs> I would never have been invited. <laughs> I know we had a yeah, robotics but about, team. Of all of the people, Allegra, I feel like you'd be the closest to have friends who are in it. That is true. I think we had academic friends... decathlon. Is that the same thing? Maybe that no, encompasses more academic, subjects. Yeah, that's more. Like, I was friends with like the, all the fucking valedictorians and salutatorians, and I never felt dumber in my fucking life <laughs> than hanging around my high school friends. Like, I got into a pretty good college, and it wasn't until I actually got to college that I was like, oh, am I not dumb? I, one a plot hole that I wrote down. Um, so after the whole burn book exposure, um, and it's like they were literally fighting in the halls, and then get you know corralled into the gym, and they all just automatically assume it was Katie, even though she got to the school like four months prior. And these are <laughs> like some of these are like years old rumors and. And, you know, like, yeah, how, how that doesn't really make any, it's just like, yep, it's her, this girl, yeah, that's that, true, <laughs> this girl that I've literally never talked to in my life wrote all of this shit. I it guess. was just like, okay, you couldn't assume it was probably the girl that has been tormenting you guys for years what who only if, recently got in the outs. I don't know. What if it's like that weird mob mentality of because she is popular and they feel like they know her. They think that it's some sort of like reciprocated thing where I know Katie, maybe she knows stuff about me. Yeah, that's true. It could work both ways. Also, I don't think they all thought it was only her. Like, I'm pretty sure everybody thought that it was just that, like, it was the plastics. Yeah. And even like after she comes out, like, Aaron is like, uh, so, or I think Tina Fey is like, are you like, why are you taking all of this on yourself? Like, why didn't you rat out anybody else? And she's like, I decided like, I'm going to like not talk bad about people behind their backs anymore. I can't remember who asked her that question, but I think like, I think most people knew like it wasn't just her because she was new. It's like, 
I think they knew it was the whole group, but like she's just the only one who took the fall for it. So okay. I don't know. Um, I did. So I did kind of mention the speech earlier, but I said my uh, during Katie's speech at the Spring Fling, I said out of all of the movies we've watched that have like climactic speeches, this is probably the best one. But that is a low bar. Looking at you, Adam Sandler. <laughs> Are you talking about the Big Daddy speech that didn't make any sense? <laughs> there was it was the Big Daddy speech, and I feel like there was one more movie we watched that also had a speech. It might not have been Adam Sandler, but another one where I'm like, "What? That <laughs> means nothing." Click. It was click where it was just like, "What the fuck are you actually saying anything?" Yeah, probably click. Uh, the I'm just uh, you know the critically notes. the critically acclaimed Goosebumps. Um, Rip off TV movie. Shadow Zone. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, I'm just looking through my notes now. I, uh, one of them is, is sexually active band geeks redundant? Uh, Gretchen's taste in men is foul. Um, More foul than Karen making out with her fucking cousin. Yeah, that was also horrible. I'm like, did this movie predict the current porn habits oh, of America? Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, Three-way calls. I don't think I've ever been, like, a victim of, like, a three-way call. Surprise three-way call. No. Yeah. I don't know. That was definitely not a thing. I mean, I feel like what was really popular with our age group was, like, catfishing each other on AIM and MSN. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm totally the boy you have a crush on, but it's your friend being awful. <laughs> yeah, that was probably again, more never of a had... thing that happened. I mean, I, I never, I never, as far as I know, got catfished. <laughs> it's the long con, Gray. Yeah. Is Meg really who she says she is? <laughs> Meg just takes off her mask and it's like Mason. <laughs> I meant it from all this time. And you're like, I mean, we're still engaged though, right? <laughs> Man, you really committed. You're a foot shorter. <laughs> he hit it in the hair. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else to say? Kelly, do you have any like other thoughts? Do you have any rebuttals to any of their scores? Oh, I mean, I feel like I should talk to Greg because he had the lowest scores. Yeah. Um, appropriate for children. I think even though it is PG-13, it's still... I guess, do we count high schoolers as children? I think it's very relevant to high schoolers still. Yeah, and I feel like when I saw this first as a kid, we decided I was, what, 11 when I first saw this, I don't think I understood half of what was going on. Like, I understood it conceptually, but then I rewatched it a few years ago, and, like, I understood everything. And, like, I didn't yeah. understand half the jokes before. And so while those jokes are not appropriate for children... I don't think the kids pick up on them. Yeah, I didn't know what I was half a virgin. Yeah, well, tell when that to the him. fucking Shrek meant. score, okay? <laughs> I didn't give Shrek a like a five though. <laughs> yeah, because Shrek didn't say retarded in the N word. I forgot about that part. It's true, and there, yeah, there was less. There was no incest or uh, student pedophilia. I mean, a donkey fucks a dragon, which is a, an abomination <laughs> against nature. But not in a fantasy world. The children that they produce. I also. Nightmarish. 
I don't remember anyone dressing that slutty for Halloween in high school either. No. I also might not have been invited to the parties where that is happening. We went as the Ninja Turtles, like, wearing t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, I remember we went as Ninja Turtles one year. I remember another year we wore, like, your, like, Drindles? Well, I did not think the German theme was going to be so heavy in this. <laughs> yes, we did wear my Drindles and Lady Hudson for Halloween one year. <laughs> I Which, was... like, might have almost been slutty because it was very tight. It was like a corset thing that oh, pushed yeah. up I'll my non-existent boots. I was so wearing like... the later hose, and I think I was wearing it with the the top that goes under the journal, which is right. just like a crop top. Right. So I, I guess that's, that's toe on the line on slutty. <laughs> I guess I was invited to one quote-unquote cool kid party. Like, if we did have a hierarchy at our high school and I was at, like, the absolute bottom of the social totem pole. Um, it was like the next level up, you know, like not not high levels, but just like yeah. I do think there might have been like vague levels, but I not undefined. And it's like not maybe. something I cared about. Yeah. But like I was, in, I had made this friend, and she invited me over to her Halloween party. And I had just bought some bullshit witch costume because I was like, oh, like, I w- I'm a teenager. I wasn't planning the- an outfit. So I just bought, I went to, like, Party City and bought some witch dress, whatever. And I showed up, and she has this really bitchy friend who's, like, just shit-talking everything. And she's cutting her bullshit dress to be really short. And I'm like, oh, we're, we're trying to be hot today oh god I, I really didn't prepare for that and she's like yes boys will be coming over and I'm like ah shit so I was like maybe I'll cut my dress and she's like oh my god you totally should I'm like I'm never fucking wearing this again so I cut my dress real short but I didn't really realize that it kind of compromised the structural integrity of the dress somehow um <laughs> Anyway, and then we just hang out in her garage. There's only, like, six people there. But then the guys show up, and they immediately start hotboxing in the car. And, like, I was not invited to the car. They just sort of just went into the car. And I was just, like, it was me and this other kid, like, a clearly gay boy. Because, <laughs> of course, we immediately bonded. And we were both, like, what are they doing? <laughs> Why are they taking so long? And they come back, and then they're like, oh, do you want to go get high? And he and I had already kind of been strategizing a way to get out of this party. And then I was like, oh, I have an emergency. And I called our stepmom, and she picked me and this kid up. <laughs> and he left. <laughs> it wasn't even, like, midnight. Like, we were, we were maybe there for less than two hours. Yeah, we were, I guess, like, if you could put people in the categories in high school I guess we Kelly and I were in the group that like we didn't drink in high school we were not going to those type of parties like we went to the party where like they had a hookah <laughs> that was like a, were really big in the hookah. that was as like scandalous as we got and I didn't even do the hookah I was like I don't want to do that I don't smoke anything like I'm not smoking the hookah I thought Gray's pain was cringing because of how embarrassing we were, but it was his cat jumping in his lap. <laughs> Gray, no, it was actually it was actually me cringing because I'm like, I was, I was the kids, I was in the group of kids that were drinking and hotboxing <laughs> and dressing slutty and. Gray was a mean girl. <laughs> I do think our guy friends were definitely hotboxing and smoking oh, weed yeah. all the time. 
But, like, that didn't scandalize me anyway because I was like, we live in Northern California. Like, everybody smokes weed here. I'm like, that's that goes over my head. I didn't. But, like, I was like, that doesn't freak me out. <laughs> that was not the only party I asked to be picked up from because people started smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> happened at least yeah mom loves to bring up when she like one of the first times you went to a party and you called her and was like can you pick me up people are getting high yeah she always tells the story as if i was crying and i'm like i was not crying mom (laughs) i remember one time we went to a halloween party at one of our guy friends house and he had a dj there but there were only like 12 (laughs) Who were at the Ninja Turtle year? No, it wasn't. It was the Turtle year. It was. It was. Yes. 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 But didn't? Wasn't there a DJ at the Ninja Party? I don't remember. I don't remember. That was senior year. I don't remember. But that's our. The DJ was sophomore year, and there were like maybe fifteen of us, and we were dancing with boys and stuff. And I was like, how awkward does this DJ feel? Like in hindsight, I'm like, what was going through this DJ's mind of DJing a Halloween party for like literal fifteen year olds? (laughs) In like somebody's living room. Wow, that this is funny. Memory I did not want to remember. (laughs) (laughs) This is funny because by the time I was like, of like driving around, you know, junior senior year, partying, it was at the time when kids thought they could be DJs. Like you know, like electronic music had come to the fold in full front, so kids were like, "I'm gonna be." the next like Tyco or, or whatever. <laughs> so we never hired, it was just kids were like, yeah, I'm DJing, you know, Matt's party this weekend. And we're like, oh, cool. And it was just like, they were still just putting on a mix. And like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess there's not much more to say. I mean, it's Mean Girls. If you haven't watched it yet by yeah. now, fuck you. I get, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> watch it. Um, especially if you- like- grew up in this era and you haven't seen it you are in for a rude awakening of a punch in the face of nostalgia um i i didn't change any of my scores except i brought up does it hold up from a five to a seven okay because your argument your argument about you know how quotable it still is how it is still like pop culturally relevant the movie itself, I feel like, in terms of its content, doesn't necessarily hold up, other than, you know, the general themes. the lines and the, you know, the the overall vibe of like, oh my god, it's mean girls. You go Glen mm-hmm. Coco, blah blah blah. <laughs> so I'm going down the board ten, seven, five, seven, nine. Okay. I'm also I accept it. I'm also unchanged. 10, 10, 6, 8, 9. All right, Gray, do you want to tally? Yeah, give me a sec. Kelly, hope I you wasn't had a in good the math week, so this will take a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a good time. Thank you guys for having me. It was, I, I mean, I don't know if I want to say fun reminiscing on all the parts of high school, but um, <laughs> I know this episode was like mostly like, what were we all like in high school? <laughs> the final score, but. Pre-bonus points is 81. Okay. That's not the worst. It's a lot lower than I thought I was going to get. But you know what? That's fine. That's fine. You don't need him. You <laughs> don't true. need these fucking points, Holly. But do I need bonus points? <sighs> Maybe just one. Maybe just one just 
fat extra credit nostalgia ex- bonus point because it's just fucking Mean Girls. Does uh, Kelly get I, a bonus point? I want. <laughs> I want to. I just want to give a bonus point for, an, I guess, another throw. It's not even a throwaway line. It was more of just the the memory when uh, Amy Poehler was like, uh, you know, like, does this have alcohol in it? She's like, oh, God, no. What kind of mother do you think I am? Why do you want some? I'd rather you be doing it in my house. Yeah. Like that, like, line, because I did have a couple friends with parents like that, and it just oh my God. shot me back to, like, oh, my God, you're such a bad parent. Um, so uh, I want to give a bonus point to that. Okay, cool. So I get two bonus points. Kelly, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I think Holland should get a bonus point for me because the movie's theme is all about nostalgia. Or I guess not the theme, but, like, I feel like our conversation focused on nostalgia and our high school experience. And, I mean, she brought in a memento from her high school. Yeah. And also, (laughs) someone who can relate to, like, being a fish out of water in a new school after being in a different country. Oh, that's true, yeah. (laughs) All right, you'll get... You were the perfect Uh, guest for this. Exactly. (laughs) I wasn't expecting... Wait, so... Wait, so are we doing... Are we doing three bonus points or two? Because, Allegra, your bonus point was kind of weak... I feel like you're just, just like two. it's Mean Girls bonus okay, point. Okay, fine. Electra's bonus point will be for Kelly. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay. Electra. All right, so I get so eighty-three. So the fi- final score is eighty-three. Not the worst. Um, yeah, definitely not the worst. I swear to God, I better fucking get Parent Trap, bro. Oh, lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> you're gonna get like Confessions of a Teenage Drama no. Queen or something. Oh yeah, I actually have to redo the wheel. So talk amongst yourselves while I do that. Well, Kelly, why we still have you, is there uh, any Holland nostalgia you want to share while you have a, a platform? <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, well, one memory I was thinking about was when we were talking about that we used to, like, eat lunch by the lockers was Holland was my locker buddy. We oh, shared yeah. a locker. Um, well, that's an innocent memory that doesn't implicate Holland in anything. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't. I can't speak for... I won't speak for you, but I'm just going to say I was pretty lame in high school. So. Oh, I was pretty lame in high school, too. Well, how, did you, how did you get become friends? We played soccer together. Oh, um, right. But, like, what the... what brought, like, what was the, the conversation that, like, hooked you two together? I honestly think it was, I think you were talking about McFly, and you were like, I'm going to make you a burn CD. That makes a lot of sense that we first bonded over music. Yeah. And so you made me a burn CD, which I still have to this day. I... We looked at it earlier, <laughs> and I think that was the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And it then was. we did, and then we were in a lot of classes together in sophomore year. We yeah. were in AP World History and Honors English together, which mm-hmm. were, like, tied together. And then we did Youth and Government yes. together. So we did, and so that's really how we became friends. Hey, and that's also, how Meg and I met. Oh, really? In Youth and Government? Because she didn't well, go Well, like, to initially met, yeah. Oh, Not, like, awesome. got together, but... That's how we met. Yeah, you can go. Great program. But yeah, because she didn't go to our school. Also, yeah, great. she went to Pondo. Congratulations on your engagement. I just found out this morning. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Isn't it weird that Gray, younger brother Gray, is engaged? It, I, it makes me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> what other just like pieces of pop culture remind you of like high school and hanging out with Holland specifically? Oh, uh, all of that music from that era. I think not to like keep talking about the music, but we listened to a lot of. I don't even know what to like classify it as. Like pop punk, alt, alt, <laughs> pop punk, alt rock. That's generous. I don't know. Um, Name some bands. Oh my gosh, all time low. 
Forever the Sickest Kids, the main Boys Like Girls. Um, who else did we listen to? Reliant K. Reliant K. <laughs> Even Gray remembers Secretly Christian. Well, Reliant Holland, K. you remember the only reason I remember Reliant K, right? Because you were Reliant driving K. me around. You were driving me around, and they were playing a song, and I'm like, "Oh, I like the song. What's the band called?" And you're like, "Oh, Reliant K." And I'm like, "The Lion Kang." <laughs> Oh, wait, I haven't done trivia yet. Oh, yeah, do that. All right, so, released April 30th, 2004, budget $17 million, box office $130 million. Damn. It was Amanda Seyfried's debut film. Um, Lindsay Lohan first read for Regina George. Oh, I think I Um, did that. In the scene where Katie was asked if her muffin was buttered, the line was originally going to be, is your cherry popped? The same went for the girl who said who had made out with a dog. This was going to be masturbated with a uh, made out with a hot dog was supposed to be masturbated with a hot dog. That these were omitted in order for the film to receive a PG-13 rating instead of R. Um, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler coached the actor that played Kevin G on how to rap for his on-screen performance <laughs> in the talent show. Um, Let's see. Uh, Lindsay Lohan's character, Katie Heron, spent most of her life in Africa as her parents were zoologists. This is remarkably similar to the premise of The Wild Thornberries, in which Gretchen Wieners' actress, Lacey Chabert, 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 voiced the show's main character, Eliza Thornberry. Oh. And then just quick 2004 trivia. We've already done some 2004 movies, so I just kind of copy and pasted like a, a hot seven <laughs> Top song was Yeah by Usher with Lil Jon and Ludacris. Naturally. Big movies included Shrek 2, Spider-Man 2, and The Passion of the Christ. Um, the sarcastic Happy Bunny came onto the scene. Oh, Jesus. Um, the silicone wristband first became popular with the Livestrong yellow wristband. Um, Ashley Simpson was caught lip-syncing on Saturday Night Live. Napoleon Dynamite was released this year, and www.whitehouse.com was a porn website until 2004. R.I.P., I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gray, can you see my screen? I can. Awesome. All right. We're spinning the wheel for Allegra, correct? Okay. We're going to see which Lohan movie she has to defend I, next week. I hope it's not Lohanning Dra- Fruit. Queen. Drama okay. Queen. Drama oh god, queen. it's glitching! It's glitching. Life size, not great. Interesting. I'm. It's a decom. <laughs> it's a decom again. Your wheel. I actually think it's a wonderful world of Disney. I could be wrong though. I know oh, it's on Disney Plus. It's so, gonna have you know. a low budget. <laughs> is the thing, which does not bode well for me. Well, I don't know. I remember loving that movie, so we're going to see. I I mean, Gray, how strong is your nostalgia? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think I've seen this movie once. Great. me. All right. Well, (laughs) Well, (laughs) the wheel continues to spin. Boethius. Hey, maybe Uh, the plot in this movie is really strong. The subtext, you know. Maybe Tyra Banks will be so batshit, we'll love it. We can have a Mr. Deeds on our hands where we think it's going to be bad, but we're actually going to walk away loving it. Mr. Deeds had a budget. (laughs) 
I don't know. I don't think this needs a big budget. Whatever, whatever. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. We'll find out. I have not seen this in quite some time, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, All right. Well, to follow along, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at LatchkeySibs. Uh, You can also email us at LatchkeySibs at gmail.com if you have any longer thoughts. Um, And... Yeah, that's pretty much all we have for you today. Thank you again to Kelly for joining us today for Mean Girls. Always fun hanging out with Makers of <laughs> And we will talk about Life Size next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.